Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, this is Jesse Cass here for the LMU Basketball Podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network and the only place with a show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our LA teams. Do you believe? fans jesse cass here with you with another brand new episode of the lmu basketball podcast here on the believe podcast network thanks so much for tuning in once again as we have another great show after having greg yonkowski a week ago lmu assistant we have another coach on the staff alan edwards joining us on the show this week former wyoming head coach played in three consecutive championship games with two titles at kentucky as a player under rick patino so he's got a lot of experience under his belt, and it's another great addition to the LMU coaching staff. So a really good conversation coming up with him about his whole process and everything that's gone on the past few months for him. So that's coming up. Before we get there, I want to let you know if you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple. We're also available wherever else podcasts can be found. So if you find us, give us a review, give us a shout. And of course, you can follow along with me on Twitter to Get any of those updates at Jesse underscore Cass. And one quick note before we start the Alan Edwards interview, I'll be talking to LMU head coach Dan Johnson on Instagram Live on the LMU basketball, men's basketball account. That'll be Wednesday night at 7 p.m., so be sure to check that out as well. But until then, we're not going to waste any time. Alan Edwards here on the LMU basketball podcast. Here we go. We're now joined here on the LMU Basketball Podcast by a new LMU men's basketball assistant, Alan Edwards. Alan, thanks so much for taking the time and coming on the show. Uh, thank you. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. So, Alan, I know this has been a – anytime you start with a new program, it's got to be exciting and, and unique. But, of course, in these times, it's a, a little bit different. and You've been able to get to know your staff through Zoom and not in person yet, and the same with the team. So what's this adjustment period been like for you kind of going through all of this? It's uh, obviously, like you said, it's been different. Um, uh, thanks for technology, uh, because the time we have spent on Zoom, and once we had a chance to see each other face to face, it felt like we already knew each other um, because of you know Zooming every morning uh, to meet as a staff. Uh, and then we actually felt that way with uh, the team as well, or the few guys we've met that are on campus. But you know, during this time. You know, with the pandemic, you, you just got to find different ways to uh, continue to grow, um, not only in your craft, but even grow in relationships. And I think Zoom is a great way to uh, keep and get that connection. Yeah, and I know you, you mentioned the technology obviously being a huge part of allowing this to happen right now. But uh, how do you guys go about, I know it's still the off season right now, but go about kind of teaching the techniques and the you know, the systems of, of play that you want going forward uh, to these guys when you can't really be in person with everyone? Well, we, we haven't really gotten into uh, te- uh, te- uh, technical terms as far as that, but I think what the biggest thing uh, coaches um been stressing to our guys is more about implementing our culture mm. uh, to them. So our weekly team meetings uh, on Zoom, you know, we just go over, you know, um, are uh, connected, um, selfless, um, and relentless. Um, 
the things that you know coach want to coach want to get across and i apologize it's selfless connected and relentless mm. coach is very specific coach is very detailed <laughs> uh in a sense of how but i think our guys are kind of getting the point and again whether we're doing it on zoom or even throughout the week, we make sure we're touching our guys every day with a text, with a phone call, or something to continue to build the relationship, but also implement the culture. And uh, what was your relationship with, or did you have a relationship with uh, Coach Stan Johnson before this, and what was kind of the process for you to to come onto his yeah. staff and come to LMU? Well, you know, um, I, I wouldn't say we had a relationship, but we've met. Um, uh, on the road, you know, when you're out there recruiting, you come across people, and we we did have a mutual friend that worked with me uh, earlier uh, in my career and worked with him at Marquette. Uh, but you know, I think one of the biggest things about you know being in this business, even though you may not know someone personally, but I think one thing as a coach and as you're moving up the ranks, you you notice people, and Coach Johnson was always a guy I just noticed. Um, in a sense of just was always, you know, professional uh, work and about business. So, you know, when the opportunity came about uh, for him uh, and, and me parting ways with Wyoming, you know, I had just made a phone call, wasn't sure which direction it was going to go in uh, because of the relationship. But, um, you know, Coach Nelson, who he worked with, you know, made a phone call for me and, I think one of the best things would be me and Coach hopped on the phone, and I think there was a true appreciation for each other uh, and our paths um, and how we got to where we've gotten uh, in this career. Um, so, you know, I was blessed, um, you know, to be able to get on the phone and hear his vision, you know, hear his passion, uh, and him talking about the things that he wanted to do here at LMU. Um, and for me, it was about saying, you know, that's a great fit uh, because we have a lot of very similar thoughts um, in a sense of um, how he how he wants to go about it. And it's no different than recruiting. You know, it's easy to just try to keep a job or get a job, but if if there's no connection or if you're not in tune with the vision, then you're just working. You know, so. You know, when he was telling me about it, I, I instantly uh, gravitated toward it because I, I believe uh, as well what he believes he could do with the staff and our, our, the young men in our programs to, uh, for, the, for uh, LMU uh, basketball. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, just for you personally, what is this? time been like in the pandemic for you i know uh, it's obviously tough for everyone but just trying to stay safe and inside what, what's kind of the past few months looked like for you uh in getting this new job but still kind of dealing with the pandemic yeah well you know um it, it's been a slow process um even you know after you know coach hired me you know i wasn't necessarily in a rush to get here because <laughs> of you know again the pandemic but at the same time you know um, I was uh, I was in Phoenix in the midst, you know, between Laramie and getting here. Um, you know, we stayed in Phoenix and kind of hung out there. And, you know, the pandemic hit and, you know, we were just in the house, <laughs> you know, all day. Um, but, you know, gradually um, getting out here, getting adjusted, finding a place to stay. And even 
and just last week having the opportunity just to get on campus. Uh, it's been great, but I think, you know, one word coach has been using or a few things coach has been using, you know, throughout this process is uh, one being winning, winning the weight. So, you know, working while every, everybody's trying to figure out what's going on with this pandemic, but at the same time being able to pivot because, you know, you can hear things uh, or something may take a curve and then 24 hours later, it's something completely different. So you got to be able to pivot and adjust. So that's just been the mindset. But again, I think we've done a great job uh, just continuing to stay connected uh, with our staff, but also with our guys. Yeah, and, and the, the LMU team uh, last year, you know, struggled due to due to injuries. A, a lot of the part of it. Um, you know, you guys, of course, have brought in some new additions to the team. Those injured guys uh, look to be coming back, along with Matias Markison and, of course, Eli Scott and all the the big players from last year's team. But uh, it's kind of a unique situation in terms of usually when you're taking over, there's not a lot of talent there, but it seems to be a, a pretty talented team. What have you seen from from this roster and just talking to these guys and kind of the the expectations going forward? Well, you you, you kind of hit hit the nail on the head, and you know injuries uh, prevented this program to probably do some really good things last year, and it affected uh, Coach Dunlap and his staff. Um, but at the same time, you look at it as a blessing as you're coming in with Matias coming back, Eli, um, the best player, um, not leaving uh, because nowadays the transfer portal is just you know, um, large, yeah. you know, based on a lot of those things. And then having Joe and Dame coming back with, you know, guys like Kelly who had a great freshman year. So, like, the pieces are in place. Um, and, you know, just actually being familiar with these guys even before taking the job, just in, in uh, cross-scouting, you know, while uh, at Wyoming, I uh, had an opportunity to see these guys play, Um uh, against teams that you know we played played against at Wyoming, and just sometimes when you're doing that, you notice uh, the other team players uh, and what they're capable of doing. So uh, I'm familiar. I don't want to say I'm <laughs> tremendously familiar with the talent, but you know, it's not it's not un, un, unknown to me. You know what's in uh, in the stable, but again, the more we've been around our guys and even during this time. Um, finding the opportunity to even dissect uh, some of last year and the year before uh, just to watch our guys uh, a little bit more and get even more familiar with them. But I think the biggest goal right now is building the relationship with them because um, I've always said and I've always learned, you know, these young men are not going to care how much you know about basketball until they understand how much you care about them. So, you know, if Coach Johnson has said it, you know, we have to we have to um, get to know our guys, you know, day in and day out. And I, I think we're going down that road. What's the number one sign of a bad home security system? A home security system that's so complicated you never use it. That's exactly the type of system Simply Safe has spent a decade fighting against. Simply Safe is designed to be easy to use while protecting your whole home 24 7. Order online, open the box, place the sensors, plug it in, and your home is protected around the clock. It's that simple. Head to simplysafe.com team and get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. 
That's simplysafe.com slash team. It feels good to fear less. Your experience on many different levels has been tremendous. Of course, as a player at Kentucky, maybe one of the played on some of the best teams ever going to three straight championship games and of course just coming as being a head coach at Wyoming. How does how do those experiences kind of lend themselves to your philosophy as a coach and how you approach that with players? Well, you know, it's always um, a story <laughs> that you can bring up uh, from your days as a player, from your days as an assistant, from your days as a head coach. Um, and it's documented. You know, I think at the end of the day, you know, especially with this generation, you know, some do like to say, well, what did you do? Um, and I was just blessed, you know, to be um, um, a player, to be able to play at the University of Kentucky. And I just played with some really, really talented guys. Yeah. Um, but, you know, going through those experiences, playing for some of the coaches that I've played for, not only in uh, college, but also uh, in high school. You know, I just felt like I've always been around good culture um, and, you know, have learned, you know, some of the habits uh, that allows you to put yourself in position to be successful. So when you're getting to know young men, you just go go off of what you've learned in your past, but at the same time, what you're continuing to learn. You know, I'm always telling our guys, you know, there's never a time where you shouldn't be learning. So even if we're conversating, um, and this is one of the biggest things I, I tell guys, like I can sit here and tell you this stuff, but I want to hear you talk too because – there's some of the things that are going on with this new generation that, yeah, we as older adults need to understand a little bit better and need to learn too. So again, that goes back to that connection piece. You know, it just can't be one way to where uh, coach is always talking about his experiences. Coach is always talking about the national championships. Coach is like, nah, nah, nah. You know, okay, <laughs> you want a state championship? Okay, let's talk about that. You know, you know, AAU season, you know, talk about a little heartbreak. You know, because, you know, through it all, you know, experience is, is key, you know, at the end of the day. Because there's times where uh, these young men will bring up points and you probably have already went through it. And maybe you can lean a shoulder to, to say to them, you know what, I, 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 I don't want to say I understand, but I've been through it. This yeah. is how, you know, it's helped me. Hey, maybe you can try these things out. You know, so, again, building a relationship. Absolutely, and uh, I know that you and other LMU assistant coaches and the staff have been putting together a virtual coaching clinic over the past couple yeah. of days, and you just had yours the other day. Um, for those that weren't able to see it or don't know about it, what have you guys been doing with that, and, and how's that been? Well, you know, everybody just took a topic and, um, and uh, had a clinic and just talked about it. Um, you know, during this time, again, it's that growth piece, it's that knowledge piece, it's that sharing piece. Uh, my my topic was running your own race. And, you know, like I said, whether you want to pertain it to just basketball or life or whatever profession that you're in, you know, you have to understand at the end of the day, oh, I shared with them some of the things that I had went through, uh, what I had learned from it, and how I want to get better and continue to move on but it being my race and at the same time you know you want to be able to learn from other people but you don't want to be envious of other people mm. you know as they're going about what they're doing so 
you know, even getting back into um, the assistant coach's role, you know, okay, now how can I take uh, full advantage of the opportunity that Coach Johnson has afforded me? You know, yes, I have knowledge of being uh, a head coach. Uh, coach Carter has knowledge of being a head coach. And I've said this in a short period of time of being around Coach Greg, you know, he has a head coach's mindset. So, you know, we're blessed to be uh, all on staff together to support Coach Johnson and his vision and what he wants to do. So these uh, three days, and then I think we're going to take a week off, and then we're going to talk a little bit more basketball the following week. But it's an opportunity um, to put out, put the program out there, but also connect with uh, people and coaches from uh, all levels. Absolutely. And uh, going forward, I know that as you, as we've talked about, you guys have been able to talk with the team, having those weekly meetings. Uh, and obviously, you know, the primary focus being on, on basketball and building that camaraderie. But we know that, mm-hmm. of course, with the pandemic and mm-hmm. and everything else going on with, you know, protests and marches for, for social and mm-hmm. racial justice, how much have those been topics with, you, you know, your younger players and just kind of talking through those things and getting their perspective yeah. and, and going through those issues? Well, you know, obviously it's all over the news. Um, and to um, cover your eyes, in this scenario and situation would be wrong, uh, regardless of your views, you know, on it. Um, and I think, you know, Coach Johnson has done a great job. Uh, Craig, our AD, has done a great job of not only bringing our uh, athletic community together as well, but Coach Johnson bringing our basketball family uh, together and, you know, opening it up for, for, for us to be able to speak, you know, players and coaches. Um, and, you know, you know, I, I spoke and, and, you know, just one of the things I talked about is just, you know, <laughs> it's been going on for so long. Yeah. You know, I still remember this stuff when I was a kid and even before. So, you know, uh, being able to see uh, people coming together, you know, that to me has probably been the different than, you know, what I've seen over the years. Um, I think there's a somewhat of a better understanding from people that are um, not minorities or not of color to where um, they're seeing it as injustice and they're willing to stand beside um, the people that are being um, held in justice and now make a make a statement make a change move on you know like trying to create change uh within our society so you know again it's not something that um happens overnight obviously but it's something that you can't just let the narrative uh disappear because that's what i believe has happened over the years something happens everybody gets up uh, up or forward and then a month later then you, you don't hear as much about it. But, you know, I think uh, Coach Johnson actually spoke very well about it when he talked about uh, the bus boycott, you know, uh, back back in the day. And he talked about how long um, they were willing to uh, boycott for change. And that wasn't a week. That wasn't two weeks. It wasn't a month, you know. Um, ended up being over a year or so. I can't remember the number right now off the top of my head. But there was change because of, because of it. So, you know, right now, as we're going through these times, and everybody does it in their own way, obviously, the pandemic and uh, 
the six uh, six feet of distancing or social distancing can kind of prevent some stuff. But uh, again, I, I, I I've noticed a difference just because of uh, people um, uh, non minorities being willing to get out there and support uh, what's going on and help with what needs to be changed. Yeah, I completely agree, and it's been it's been really encouraging to see you know not only you know, people of all different colors getting out there and protesting and talking, but also people of all different ages as well. And seeing, yes. mm-hmm. you know, some of the guys on the team speaking out has been encouraging as well, just to show that, you know, they're in tune, they're informed, and they, you know, want to fight for the right things. Yes. Yes. All right, Alan, before I let you go, knowing that, as you mentioned, coming over from, from living in Phoenix and moving to L.A., I uh, know it might not be the most open that it's been because of the pandemic, but what have you been, what have you been able to do or what are you looking forward to doing rather in L.A. that, uh, that you've been thinking about in, in this move? Well, you know, uh, obviously, you know, even being in Phoenix, it was a short stop just yeah. because it was transition. But, you know, being in Laramie for the last nine years, you know, it's a small college town. And there was an adjustment period for our family uh, when we got there. But, you know, my wife and I are both from big cities, you know, me being from Miami and she being from uh, Detroit. So, you know, getting back uh, to L.A. uh, and just driving around, you know, we had opportunities to um, go into Malibu, Beverly Hills, Hawthorne, Manhattan Beach, um, Culver City. You know, we've kind of moved around a little bit just trying to get to know the area. We settled in on Marina Del Rey, obviously rode through Playa, um, but what we do love about it is the the weather has been great uh and convenience you know um um just being able to uh literally go downstairs and walk to the restaurant grab something to eat and just walk back you know has been pretty cool walking to the grocery store and walking back like just convenience has been tremendous um uh going to the beach you know i've gotten on the bike and and uh have our uh, rolled by the marina you know it's it's just beautiful um and it's just it just uh, to be honest with you it kind of reminds me of your your childhood you know now yeah. you're you're just back around a lot of buildings a lot of cars i haven't experienced the traffic yet because of the pandemic but i know it's coming <laughs> so but but no we're we're excited to be here um and be a part of the coach johnson staff and be a part of the lmu family well, you can definitely say the uh, the feeling is mutual from the LMU family, and uh, really excited to to be able to talk to you guys and you know the Cole coaching staff, and and hopefully get to to see and know you guys uh, soon in the future once this thing settles down. Well, appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, and look forward to meeting you in person as well. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all for this week's episode. Once again, a big thank you to Alan Edwards for coming on the show and. Another excellent addition to the coaching staff with a lot of excitement around the program and kind of the new developments. Uh, Really good to talk to these guys and get their thoughts on growing the program and in the direction that they want. So thanks again to Alan Edwards. Thank you for tuning in. If you've listened before, you know the deal. Rate, review, subscribe, five stars on Apple, available wherever you can find podcasts, and of course, appleleave.com. But with all that said, that is it for this week. Be sure to Tune in on Instagram Live on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for my conversation with Stan Johnson. But until then, see you next week on the LA Basketball Podcast. Here exclusively on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network and the only place for the show for every team in LA and more. 
We believe in our LA teams. Do you believe? Go Lions. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.